0: Love Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. You know the countdown is here. I was just watching a newscast that a reindeer was found running across the highway. So we know that uh, must be must be that Santa Claus is getting ready, and they're out exercising. You know, it's it's just a fun time. It doesn't matter doesn't matter really what your background is. It doesn't matter what country you're from, what ethnic group you're from, or anything else. It doesn't even matter if if you're, like, into the Christmas story. What matters is this is a time of reflection. It's a time where we we really give to others. When you look at the greatest businessmen and women in American history anyway, you see how they've given and given and given. And I I love this time of the year for that. You know, it gets hectic, it's crazy. I mean, it's definitely material or uh, commercialized more than it needs to be, but that's cool. We're in Chris Brady and Orn Woodward's book, Life, Living Intentionally for Excellence. And I think this is the last day that we're going to do this this week. My kids all want me to take them to breakfast the next couple of days and do some things, so I may cancel the next two shows. But this one is very powerful and it's very important. Chris writes a confession in here that I think if we all stop for a minute. We could all say, man, this is me. This is how I am. He says, how are the others doing? It stopped me dead in my tracks. I, right, Chris, read this. As a result, I put the book down and couldn't come back to it for days. When I finally did, I was still stunned by the rele- the i rele- 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 <clears throat> Forget it. I was stunned by the fact... This is great... The fact that I have an inadequacy. All of a sudden it's revealed to Chris Brady... This this co-founder of team... Co-founder of life... That he has an inadequacy. said, What was it that shot like a lightning bolt of illumination into my blinded mind? The statement that to determine how well you are doing as a leader take a look at how well the people you lead are doing. Wow. I'm going to read that again. To determine how well you're doing as a leader, take a look at how well the people you lead are doing. Chris goes on, he says, To that point I had been thinking I was a leader when actually I was operating only at the lower level of performer. It was all about me, my goals, my performance, my motivation, my accomplishments. I thought if I drove myself hard enough, learned enough, and tried enough, I would be a good leader. Unfortunately, that's not how it works. Chris says, as we wrote in launching a leadership revolution, leading involves much more than that. Leadership is the art of influencing other people to high performance. Now, i got to stop there because every leader I know says that. John Maxwell, Tony Robbins... Orrin Woodward, Chris Brady, Richard Brooks—doesn't matter who it is. Jim Collins says the same thing, and, and the reason they all say this is because, man, these guys really do go out of their way to influence people, passionate people. But I got to tell you, I've been in in my life. I've also found out that leadership isn't just influence. Correct leadership is influence. And, and and we can say, I mean, what I'm about to say is going to be very controversial, but Adolf Hitler did not use influence. He used manipulation, and the opposite of influence is manipulation. And there are some leaders, we call them cult leaders, we call them dictators, we call them unethical salespeople for that matter. They don't use influence. They use manipulation. And it's one of those things that as I've studied people that follow certain personality types, I've learned that there's a fine line here, and it all has to do with the agenda behind the leader. And Chris is going to explain this, so let me get on back to what he says here. He says, leadership is the art of influencing others to high performance. It is the power of a performer enabling and enhancing the performance of others. And therein lies the key others. Do you want to be a leader? Do you want to increase your influence? Do you want to take your performance to the next level? Become other focused. There's a term that's used, it's used in the gypsy community a lot, it's called grifters. And what they do is they go in and they influence people to give them what they want. They call it con men, too. It's not just gypsies, so don't get me wrong here, but but it's very big in that. When you get into a position of leadership, you got to let your agenda go. It's got to be about focusing and serving others, period. Chris writes, decide right here and right now that your life will not be about you, but about others. Figure out how to add more value to more people with everything you do. As Zig Ziglar famously has said, and I attest to this, help enough people get what they want, and you will have everything you want. Chris says, I believe this both literally and figuratively. I do believe that by helping others succeed, it boomerangs back around and helps the helper. However, the deeper and more figuratively meaning is that by helping others get what they want, you receive so much more. You receive their thanks, their gratitude, their respect, their trust, their friendship, their loyalty, comfort, and their presence. Just by being a raiser of others, you have been raised yourself. So make your work in life about others. I thought this was just timely, man. I believe in, in just God working in my life. So I'm looking at this thinking, you know, here we are at the Christmas season. And Chris is writing about others. It's supposed to be about others. But there's also that, that the fact that leaders sometimes have their own agendas. Followers will also have their own agendas. If the pain gets too hard, if it hurts too much, then those that are following you will hit a bar and they will not go any higher. And when they realize that they don't have inside of them what it takes to break through that that barrier, they will turn on you and anyone else, and they will blame others. That's part of leadership. Deal with it. I see it most in churches. In churches, it's it's huge. You'll see people say, "Well, I want to break, I want to break this pastor, so I'm just gonna—he's a hired gun," or. Or, I'm going to break this church, so I'm going to go over here. I mean, that's just the way it works. We see it in network marketing. We see it in corporations. Expect it. It's going to happen. Don't take it personal. The boys write this. People will not change their minds, but they will make new decisions based upon new information. Success for most people requires unlearning as much as learning. I thought both of those were pretty dead on See it's not about getting somebody to change their mind It's about providing enough information for them to make new decisions based on the facts that are provided I just I, these guys have got so many of these I could I could go on Most people live with pleasant illusions but leaders must deal with hard realities That's a big one right there Belief is the magic key that unlocks your dreams. Man, Richard Brooke just talked about that in his book, Mock 2. Man, here's one right here that will hit a lot of us between the eyes. You cannot expect your team to raise above your example. These are just great one-liners. You know, I I've, I've, I learned some one-liners when I was single, but none of, these, none of them would have worked here. Boy, listen to this one. If the only thing that you are good at is convincing others that you are good, then being in business with you is a bad example. Man. That's crazy. Listen to this one and I wanna I wanna I wanna elaborate on this. Winners see the dreams and develop plans while the rest see the obstacles and develop justification. Winners see the dream and develop plans while the rest see obstacles and develop justifications. There's a story in the Bible. It was time of Moses' death. He was getting up there. He'd led the Israelites finally through the desert from Egypt through captivity to the Promised Land. They're on the banks of the Jordan River. Moses caused... Joshua and 11 others with him. He says, Hey, I want you guys to go over there. I want you to scout the area. I want you to tell us, you know, how easy it's going to be to conquer this land. So Joshua and 11 of the, I mean, we're not talking about a bunch of wimps. We're talking about 11 of the most proven warriors that Moses had. They had killed the enemies hundreds of thousands of times over. Conquered cities. Escaped their captivity. They go across the river into the promised land. Now keep in mind, winners see the dream and develop plans while the rest see obstacles and develop justifications. They come back across. Joshua leading the pack. They'd all split up. They were marines. They'd split up, scepterfuge, they'd gone in, done their gig. Came back out. Moses said, Well Joshua and his his partner, they said, Man, there's no sweat here. God is gonna kick some butt. There is milk, there's honey, there's cattle, there's gold, there's silver, there's cities. This is gonna be great. Remember, Winners see the dreams and develop plans, while the rest see obstacles and develop justifications. Remember this. Because the other ten said, oh my gosh, the cities have gigantic walls. The men are giants. There's too many. There's no way we can take them. They'll kill us. They'll see us coming. Their cities are up on the high hills. You gotta, you gotta ask yourself this: Are you a winner? Do you see the dreams? Are you developing the plans for next year? Well, basically, you know, I mean, this is going to be the most politically incorrect thing I say today. But are you a loser? Is, all you see is the obstacles. Is all you, all you do is try to develop justifications for everything that you do. I mean, seriously. I mean, that's that's the way it is. See, that's that's what we have to look at. That's 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 the key. Let, let let's look at the the Roman Empire. For many years, they were dreamers. They were conquerors. They went out and they did it all. But then they became. Complacent, really, more than anything else. Are you complacent? Joyce pointed everybody else. I mean, that's crazy, but is that what happens? Or are you are you one of these people I see on the internet a lot that says it's about the money, 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 go, 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 go. The guys write something here I thought was good. It says the only place where comp- compensation comes before service is in the dictionary. Or anywhere the government meddles. Well, that's a good point. You know, that's a good point. See, I want you to think about this, guys. See, we can't look at things as obstacles. I'm not saying you know, fake it till you make it. Don't, don't, don't. You know, it's not that obstacles don't aren't there, but you got to make the plans. You got to go around them. You got to go under them. You got to break through them, or, or use dynamite, and blow the damn thing up. Listen to this. Average leaders raise the bar on themselves. Good leaders raise the bar on others. Great leaders inspire others to raise their own bar. Where are you at going into 2012? I'm putting a video out later today. And you want to know what it's going to be? It's on authentic collaboration. I believe it's time in the network marketing arena that we come together and that we collaborate in an authentic manner. No more of this pussyfooting around, be nice to their face, and then try to stab them in the back when their back is turned crap. We can get that in the real world. matter of fact, this is good. It doesn't matter if you're a network marketing or somewhere else. You need to listen to this today. Do you do this with your family? Do you do this with your boss? Do you do this with your church? I mean, come on, guys. It's time for authenticity It's time to collaborate Leaders collaborate together Those that don't want to collaborate Usually it's because they have some kind of self-image issue I thought this was a good one It says a low self-image is usually not based upon facts It's mismanaged memory I agree with that so many times we let our limiting beliefs, the the stories. Richard talked about this in our last series. We let the story of our mind kind of become a, a a giant monster. It's it's bigger than what it really is. It's funny what our mind can do for us. Do you realize that fear and doubt in the mind is actually a much greater obstacle? To you succeeding at whatever you're trying to do than the actual obstacles that you're going to face on the journey. My mom and I yesterday were having a conversation. Because okay. I I had mentioned in yesterday's show that that old that old myth, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me was nothing but a but a a lie and and she was sharing with me, yes, that is an absolute truth. Words are are, are like daggers. And the Bible makes that very clear. Everybody wants to talk about, don't read the Bible, but then, then they wonder where all these sayings come from. You've got to be careful what you're saying, not just to others. This is This is the inside trick here. But what you say to yourself. See, if all you do is feed your head full of negative crap, all you do is listen to other people feed your head full of negative crap, you're going to be a negative crappy pile of garbage. It's just that plain and simple. Listen to this. I thought this was good. The guy's right. What is it about leadership? It seems that as if the more we talk about it, the harder it is to understand. It is a topic that refuses to be quantified and escapes our out, airtight definitions no matter how many hours we spend on the subject. I was on a website <clears throat> this week. The most negative website I've seen in a long time. Not not one positive thing. Well, I won't say that. There's actually a couple of times where somebody thanked somebody else for being negative, which I thought was kind of a oxymoron type really weird thing. But the whole site's just negative. And I'm thinking, man, if I had to go through my life being negative and then thanking somebody else for being more negative than me, all all trying to justify their stance. It, it's like Democrats and Republicans getting together and, and trying to justify their stance instead of worrying about what really is best for the country sometimes. I thought, man, this is weird. Listen to what these guys write. Leaders willingly sacrifice in the short term for long-term results. If we're going to raise the bar of excellence upon ourselves, then we have to be willing to sacrifice short term. Now the question is, and this is where people get freaky. Oh my gosh, I don't want to sacrifice. Well, why not? First of all, what's the definition to you? That's going to be the big one. I sacrifice every day. I'll tell you a little sacrifice I make. It's not a big, it's not a deal killer, but this is a sacrifice. Anybody close to me knows I love tattoos. I mean, it is, and you know what, in the 21st century I could I could be covered in tattoos and nobody would care. But man, my wife just, she don't want me to have any more tattoos. So I sacrifice, I just don't go out and get tattoos. It's that plain and simple. I would rather salvage my relationship with my wife and not go through a couple, three weeks of her being irritated for a little bit of instant gratification to have a new Celtic cross put in the palm of my hand. Now, that's a small sacrifice. I'll tell you a big sacrifice. There's no doubt in my mind I could pick just about any company I wanted to today in network marketing. Not only could I probably get a signing bonus to come to that company, but I guarantee you we would build one heck of an organization. But I have decided to take a what we would say would be a financial sacrifice because I believe that it's better to serve a whole community of people and to try to give information that's accurate, up to date, to the point, and help as many of the millions of distributors that I can in the United States become better distributors. To help as many owners as I can get their message out there. Does it make me anybody special? Absolutely not. It just means I know what I'm supposed to do. I know what my calling is. See, that's the key to, to life. See, the, the guy's right, we are happiest making others happy. That 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 could be my mantra. I mean, mine is living an epic adventure, same thing, different words. But that is so true to me. I love watching other people be happy. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm making three beautiful little treasure chests for my granddaughters. They're not going to be for me. My boys are so busy this year, and they're so tight on funds, they don't have money to do anything for their little girls like this, and they don't get paid till after Christmas. So these little gift boxes are going to be from their dads. Besides, if the girls don't like them, they can blame their dads, right? (laughs) Listen to this. This is good. Most people overestimate others' talents and underestimate their own. Now, here's what happens when we do that. We underestimate our leaders. Excuse me. We overestimate our leaders and we underestimate ourselves. When our leaders fall, we get irritated and mad. When we fall... We say I knew I couldn't do it. Both have a very tragic end. Listen to this here. The world might actually change if more people focused on changing themselves instead of the world. Man, that's pretty powerful. This has been a this has been a fun a fun read. Because as we as we grow, as we look at things, all of a sudden we start to realize, man, there's some things that is is hitting me between the toes. They, they, they write this little thing. They said improvement. This I can't even read this. Deficiency syndrome, IDS. It says IDS occurs in both men and women, old and young, and across seemingly every demographic and socioeconomic sector. IDS appears early in some and has a late onset in others. Here are the symptoms of IDS. Remember, that's Improvement Deficiency Syndrome. A persi- This is number one. A persistent resistance to a positive attitude. Did I just hit you between the eyes? Does that sound like you? Do you have IDS? Number two, the ability to read hundreds of self-improvement books and still not improve. Man, that's how I felt my first 17 years. Number three. An inborn selfishness that exhibits itself with with repeated flare-ups. How many people do we know? That sounds like my three-year-old granddaughters. Number four. Sudden anger and jealousy and the taking of offense based on some obscure behavior of another person. Again, I ask you, do you have IDS? Improvement Deficiency Syndrome. Do you have... Pervasive self-pity and the justification necessary to feed it. Ooh. Man, I'm sure by now I'm not just stepping on somebody's toes. I'm probably stomping their feet right this second. Number six, the making of excuses to cover one's lack of advancement. Oh, I could I could change that based on my pappy's words for excuse. See, an excuse is nothing but a cleverly covered up lie. So making lies to cover up one's own lack of advancement. Now, that, that, there you go. Number seven, the continued placement of self at the center of the universe. Or number eight, the ability to see any self-serving action as justifiable and righteous. The means justifies the end, so to speak. Now, when you think about that, I bet you, if, if you're serious, every one of us could pick at least one of those out that sometimes flares up and causes us trouble. Some may have all eight. And if you have all eight or seven or six of them, even if you only have one, here's what I would say. Life is too short to learn the same lessons over and over again. It's time to make a change. We're going into the second year of the second decade of the 21st century. You have no excuses not to make a change. It's time that you fight for yourself, not for anything else, but yourself. See, when you're fighting for yourself, that's all that matters. The obstacles won't get in the way. Your self-pity won't get in the way. Justification won't get in the way. You will do what it takes to become a better person. That's the name of the game. It's time to step up to the plate and kick some butt and take some names. I'm not going to guarantee you we'll have a show tomorrow. I don't think we will. I think we'll be back here on Monday. I think I'm just going to take, matter of fact, I'm just going to make the corporate decision. I'm taking the, the next two days totally off. We're not going to do any business, radio or otherwise. I'm going to shoot three videos today and put one out on Friday that I'll record today, and that's it. So, folks, enjoy life. You can call me on the cell phone if you just want to say Merry Christmas or hi or you need my address to send me cookies or donuts or something, even though Kathy Horn from Isagenix is going to get mad because I'd would screw up my diet deal with them. But I would eat them anyway just because I don't want you to feel bad. So anyway, live life like it's an epic adventure. I'll see you at the top. You'll be back here next Monday morning on RealMentorsRadio.com. Bye.